What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, Episode 7. As always, I'm James Fairchild. I'm Jared Scott. And we've got a very special guest with us this evening. Uh, I'm Estella Ramos. Hi, My guys. fiance. Welcome, Estella. Hi. You excited? Oh, no, I think I'm nervous. nervous. <laughs> well, we're really excited to have you on. We're excited about the topic today. The topic today is all things paranormal. Ooh. Awesome. Uh, Estella, was you were kind of the inspiration for the decision to do a paranormal episode. Um, because of your fascination, the stack of books that we have in front of us right here that you have brought. Um, but we're going to jump right in and ask you your own personal beliefs and perspectives. What do you think about ghosts, Estella? Um, do I believe in ghosts? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I believe there could be good, good ghosts, um, bad ghosts, good spirits, um, bad spirits. I, You know, like demons and definitely i do i do have to agree with you but i feel like if you believe in all that i feel like you should believe in the devil and god as well just that they're not separate they're they're kind of one in the same yeah that's kind of my opinion so so does that mean that like all like if you die and you become a ghost if you're a good person you become an angel if you're a bad person you become a little tormenting devil well I don't know about all that, but (laughs) I mean, I do feel like if you're a good person, you go to heaven. And I feel like if you're not ready and you feel like you haven't finished something, you can stay here, you know, and, you know, stay here and maybe comfort someone that's still hurting and grieving over your death. And you're there as a good person, you know, you're still there. But and then you go your own way. But as a bad, you know, a demon, I don't know how that one works. <laughs> <laughs> ne- neither do any of us. <laughs> neither do any of us. Um, you know, but I, I remember watching, was it Ghost Hunters? The one that was on sci-fi that was really cool. I, I liked watching Ghost Hunters. And they had some really cool videos. Ghost Adventures as well. Ghost I think they, they came yeah. to Amarillo um, oh, gosh. like a year ago. It was the worst episode ever, by the way. So don't go and research that episode it's I not think worth your time research that episode well that episode for other accident. reasons for other reasons <laughs> research that episode and then call cps exactly i mean the the, the house that's kind of separate than what you know our topic but the house that the condition that that poor those those kids were living in yeah it was it was not good not a good one no. i was really excited when they announced that the uh episode would be airing for Memorello, but I got my hopes up. I kind of figured they were going to be on Sixth Street. Isn't isn't it like Sixth Street Massacre or something? Is, is is that a haunted building? I believe so. I believe it used to be like an old theater Ooh. years and years and years ago. And it's supposed to be haunted, have paranormal activity going on there. And that's kind of the uh, premise on the haunted house they have every September and October. So I guess they thought it would be a good idea to have and host their haunted house there since it's presumably... Uh, haunted venue but i have no idea i've never even been in the building so. i haven't either i, I, I don't I, I did one haunted house years ago maybe God, it was before i was married so it had to be 10 12 13 years ago something like that i just it was fun but it, it was not worth the amount of money right they're all. too pricey they're fun they're thrilling yeah they're exciting but they're way too i went too to pricey. that one on 6th street was it, any it, good? it was good it's just so dark you can't really it, it's just so fast, you know what I mean? You just go in there and everyone's screaming and you got people in front of you and people behind you. But Well, how are the um, theatrics and, like, I guess, scaring? Was it? Did it feel real or did it feel fake? 
I felt fake. They all feel fake. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think all haunted houses all feel fake. Sorry. Uh, depending Sorry. on the person. I, Some people, like, take it for reality and it being really authentic and they actually do get scared. That's I mean, how I was when I first started going to them. I was freaked out. But then as I got old older. Oh, that's where it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like maybe 13 or 14 when I first experienced <clears throat> haunted houses and I was deathly afraid. But once I got older, it was fun. It was a joke. You know, it was, it was just for the thrill, for entertainment, basically. And they do have one. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't remember what it was called. I think it's, it's just the, it's the world's scariest haunted house. Uh, it's McCamey Manor. And they pay you like $20,000 if you can make it out alive. Really? Well, not alive. That's a bad way to put it. But they pay you like $20,000. You, you have to sign this 40. You have to be 21 and up. You have to sign a 40-page waiver. I'd do it. 40 separate pages. But apparently when you first sit down, they make you watch a two-hour-long movie called And Then There Were None. And it's footage of like every single visitor from the past two or three years. Wow. Because they've all failed. Really? And um, I think how? it's like, I think it's I think it's I think it's mild psychological torture. I don't think they do physical torture, but I mean you have to sign this waiver that essentially I think they they lock you in a closet, they they mock drown you. I'm not exactly sure how intense how, it gets. How long is this entire haunted house? I think it's the an, duration. I think, it, I think it's eight hours. Eight hours. Eight hours. But they're on uh McCamey Manor. Uh they're on YouTube and it's I've seen some of the videos and it's it's just a level of it's a level of uncomfortability that I don't want to go through. Wait, that's for sure. Wait, so they pit you if you go through the eight hours? I think it's eight hours or something like that. I'd but do it. I would do it. I would try. I would Definitely. try. I mean, that is interesting because I'm so far away from wanting to go through that. I would. I, like, I love scary stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the paranormal activity. Like, I love the thrill and like, man, let's go do it. Let's do it. Come on. But so, would you I, Ouija board in your in your living uh, room tonight? No, no I won't. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think there's a line that you cross. Exactly, <laughs> there is a line. Well, <laughs> when you start messing with uh, demonic, you know, symbolic games or rituals, I feel like you could really invite some bad exactly. omens on you or your family. Exactly. Right, so, James, we heard from your better half, Estella, <laughs> about where she is, and I think we get a firm understanding of where she sits on this. Where do you sit on the ghost, the ghost phenomena? Well, I, I do think that there are... Like she said, good spirits, bad spirits, um, depending on who that person is and what they've done in their life, they can either be trapped here on earth to maybe fulfill some type of unproductive or undone type of task that they needed to accomplish, or they're kind of stuck here permanently for punishment for the bad things that they've done. They're kind of on the side of Satan, so they're, they're, they're demons and they do things to carry out Satan's will. And I just feel there are bad spirits in that sense that can do harm. And there are also like guardian angel type spirits that are here to do good for people, you know, be, be that healing process for people who maybe are come down with a deathly illness or saving a child from getting hit by a car. I feel like those type of instances could very well be a reality, especially with good spirits. So I do think there are good, there are bad, there are demons, angels out there. It's one of those things none of us really know for sure. We all have our speculation, but demons are out there. I feel like there are things that we cannot see that are set out to do harm. Whether we bring it upon ourselves or not, kind of like miracles happen. Like God brings angels down. God has things that happen for a reason out of his will. Satan is the same. He has things that he wants to carry out in his will. So that's kind of how I feel about it. 
most of the time when we experience things that are paranormal, they just kind of randomly occur, right? Yeah. And it's unexplained. It, and it doesn't necessarily scare us, but it just happens. I've got a, I've got a friend, Meg Smith, who she, she, she always sends me um, videos on across every possible platform, messaging platform you can imagine. She'll send me clips from Snapchat that she found or Facebook and through Facebook Messenger or whatever. And it's always ghost-related stuff. And so, uh, and one of them once, <clears throat> I got, I went down the rabbit hole on YouTube one day, um, and it was a, it was a link to a video that showed the guardian angel videos, you know, where it's just someone and then, and they're walking and they barely miss getting hit by a car by an inch mm-hmm. or two. And, you know, they just happen to be at literally the, the right place at the right time to avoid that. Do you think that that's, I mean, that that's, I do. I think that that's angels, a, guardian I, angels. I think it's. Part of the good, part of the good spirits doing their job. Uh, like I said, none of us even know if, I think it's, if just it's luck. true. I think it could be a little bit of luck. It could be a little bit. Lucky in a good collection of videos. Maybe. But like you said, there are good spirits. So do you believe that good spirits could intervene and prevent horrible disasters from happening? Yeah. I okay. guess. They could? They could. More than likely not, though. I don't know. I would be on the side of more than likely good spirit, bad spirit, regardless, that's not going to be the case. I think it's just luck. Like you, I'm not saying that it's the case every time. I'm saying it could be, it could be a factor, whether it's a Satan's will or God's will. At times, these things can happen. I'm not saying it's an every instance type of you know, occasion, but their intervention has it's been documented throughout time. Bad spirits have been present. Good spirits have been present um, based on people's, you know, testimony and things like that. So we can't discount it. We and can't that's the hard part. Disregard is, it. Yeah, you know, right. is people's people's eyewitness tes- testimonies, you know, things that people have seen, things that people have experienced. Uh, Stella's going to talk to us about an experience that she had here after a little bit, which we're excited about her, her ghost experience. <laughs> but Jared, how do you feel? How do you feel about these paranormal things or ghosts being real? Um, man, I'm. I'm still I, I'm in I'm in a rough position with this because I I lived with a couple of buddies um, before not ten years ago and we were um, we lived at this house on Lewis Lane here in Amarillo um, and I I would have sworn the house I, I told people I still think that that house there was something weird about that house we would come home um, and things will have been moved the very first night that the three of us or stayed there or the two of us stayed there uh, my buddy Matt and I stayed there we had this loud boom it wasn't an explosion but it was a loud sound in the middle of the night and it woke us up and we went out into the hall and it was just the two of us and we were equally freaked out i mean we had um friends that saw stuff my wife at the time who i was dating she saw our patio furniture move across the back of the patio and then as soon as she looked out there it stopped you know on a non-windy day and so i've i've had my fair share especially living in that house of experiences i just i can't get behind i can't get behind and say with beyond a reasonable doubt that it was a ghost or something. I, I don't have any other explanation for it. It's just Do you hard to believe that there are spirits and could be good and bad. No, not no, at all. No, no. If I had, to, I mean, if I had to draw the line and say you either do or you don't, I gotta go. Despite the fact of everything I've seen, it just doesn't make sense to me that it would, that the ghosts would be real. I mean, I like supernatural. That's a great show. <laughs> I love that show. And I'm not saying it's, <laughs> What, what what I believe or what Stella believes is that far fetched, but no. <clears throat> as far as you know, some type of minute intervention from someone beyond the grave, I'm 
I'd say it's a possibility, whether it be good or bad. Well, and I'll still, you know, I, I will say I don't believe in ghosts, but at the same time, I mean, I'm a grown man and I, there are times if I'm, this sounds really bad, but if I'm alone in the dark or if I'm even with someone in the dark, I get, I get scared. I mean, there's that feeling of, yeah. I can't see everything. I don't know what's there. I don't know what's in the corner. I don't know if something's there. It goes back to what James had said. I don't, you don't know. Yeah. And so I still, I still get scared by instances like that. Or I'm like walking down, I'm like shit, someone is looking at me. <laughs> I know for a fact and I'll turn around and no one's there. It's just that, that feeling of, of uneasiness. Right. But I, but I had Taco Bell the night before. So. <laughs> but you can't deny that that's happened to everyone, whether it have been a time when you've been alone by yourself or with a group of friends in a room. You have that feeling like someone's watching you or you encounter something. You. You, you encounter something. <laughs> that's just Estella. She's just creeping constantly. No, I'm always scaring him. It's like yeah, so fun. She'll hide when I'm like in another room. Oh, do you record every day, it? Do you every record day. it? Sometimes. You should almost record every day. It. Every, record I scare it him every day. On, he gets so mad that's at me, great. but it's so funny. It's like, but, and it's just like this journalism. And I'm like, Oh my God, I scared him. You know what I mean? And I just laugh and he gets really it's mad just, at me. Yeah. Your, your adrenaline is like what you live for with those type of freaking setups. Sometimes he knows he's like, Estella turns the lights on. <laughs> Are you there? And I'm like, dang it. You I mean, got me. And like when we talked about aliens, with them being real or not, I went back to the artifacts of ancient civilizations. Well, I'm going to go back kind of similar realm with this, with people just throughout time documenting demons, documenting ghost sightings, whatever it may be, paranormal activity. It isn't something that just popped up recently. It's not something that just popped up in the 60s or the 70s. It's, it's been document, documented throughout time. So how can we ignore that? I mean, you can't. Not all people are lying. They've not had experiences. People. Not all people. And, I, I, and I'll agree with that. But a lot of people also wrote down a lot of stupid stuff that happened in the past that never really happened. Right. Um, but I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, I hate, I hate relying on that statement, but yeah, it is. It's, you never really know. And there's that, there's that, that adrenaline that you get, that feeling that you get of, oh, is it happening? Is it happening now? It's like, is this what it is? is yeah. That's is, exciting. Is that what I saw? Something paranormal, yes. you don't know. And you want it to be the same with aliens. No one looks at the sky. Well, I, let me rephrase. People that are not generally curious. People that are not just skeptics. When they see something like that, they think, oh, is that what it was? Like, did I see an alien? Did I see you? Is that a UFO? <laughs> was that a ghost? I right. get excited about yep. the, the possibility. Yeah, me too. It is. It's thrilling. It's entertaining. We want to believe, just like we want to believe in aliens, like you said. I do. And that's why people go to haunted houses to get that thrill and get that adrenaline going, their excitement. I mean, it's, I love scary movies. Don't you guys? I love scary movies. I love scary movies. I love scary movies. What's your favorite, Stella? Uh, Paranormal Activity. That's, that's one of my favorites. Well, Ooh, the first one, huh? The first first one's good. The first one was good. is the scariest for me. The second, and I think the third one I really didn't care for. But the first one, I watched it and I had nightmares. For, I'm not, I promise, I'm not lying. Like for two months, I had nightmares because I, I don't know if y'all remember that scene, that part in, where he puts the baby powder, baby powder yeah, on, in the on, hallway, the, yeah. on the hallway yeah. and then it's like a hoof, like a foot, like a, like yes, a hoof, like yeah. a hoof, right. And I see that in my dreams and it, I always wake up and feel like there was something over my body. Like, exactly. Because yeah. I feel like <laughs> if you dream it, and you're thinking of it, they might be right there. Like, oh, she believes in this stuff. So that's a way for us to, oh, like, was, a, I'm, I don't want to sound cheesy or 
but like a tunnel to come through here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I get what it, you're saying. You I get know? what you're saying. If you believe it, then the in your sakes, because you're saying they're they're kind of the same. The devil essentially yeah. sees that as an avenue in. He sees that as she believes this stuff. This is my way in to kind of torment. Exactly. Oh, dude, that's deep. That, yeah. that very first one was felt real. It felt authentic, and it drew tons of people to the theaters to watch it. Oh yeah. But the reason why so many people were attracted to it, kind of like the Blair Witch Project, everybody yeah. thought it was real. Everybody yeah. thought it was like footage that was actually taken. And that was the premise behind, you know, grabbing everyone's attention. But once the other movies started to be produced and be released, you're like, ah, it's kind of lost luster with the, with the um, authenticity of it. So, but the first one held it for a while. That one was scary too. Well, it, you know, and you mentioned earlier the ring. Oh yeah, the ring. Oh, yeah. How the ring was scary, but it wasn't as scary. Nah. And because you knew what was going on, it was like, all right, there's just gonna be there's gonna be this girl, and she's gonna have long black hair, and I'm gonna watch this movie, and mm-hmm. seven days later, she's gonna come torment the hell out of me. But with paranormal activity that you didn't know, exactly, like, and everything was kept real quiet, and even in the end, yeah. you still didn't know what it was. You knew it was something, yeah. You know, and then the other movies came out and it kind of explained the story, but you didn't. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you. The it first was, one, it was, it was legitimately the ring scary. was one of those from my childhood that was very frightening. I mean, I went to the movie theaters several times to see the movie, even though I was deathly afraid of it. I ain't going to lie. I was afraid of that movie. It was, it freaked me out. The ring, the ring. It wasn't like it was just so much of ghostly type of apparitions that were the main like source of, you know, fright. It was just the, the thrill, the thrill, suspense. and the the question behind who is this girl? What is she doing? And the story behind it was just kind of captivating. That's why I was so afraid of it. You know, and I found I found Scary Movie Four's remake of The Ring better than The Ring. <laughs> I didn't. I never really watched it <laughs> after I the first. It was, it was pretty bad. After I mean, the first was, Scary Movie, they just kind of. No, Went the first the one was great. The, the number four was great. Yeah, what was his the name first one's it? the best. No. Yes. The, okay, first the first one, one was the good. The second one reached. The, I don't even remember the third. No the third rem- probably doesn't. No one even remembers it after the the movies after the second, third, what? fourth remake. Scary movie. Oh, the, I thought you were talking about Scream. No, but that's what scary movie kind of exactly. Yeah. What's that word? Scar- scary movie is like a, a parody. Parody. Thank you. Of all of the horror movies that came out. I yeah. think they're late nineties, two thousand. Scream was Sorry. great though. Even I don't the Exorcist. Like, I don't like dumb movies like that. They're funny. Scary though. movie or Scream? Scary movie. Scary oh, movie, okay. Yeah. The parody movies. Yeah, you don't like I'm, not another teen movie. Yeah. Okay. That one was great. Too. I'm 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 with you. Sorry. The, they're really when you're trying to be to parody a funny, unless you're Weird Al, it just falls flat. Well, I I have to disagree. I love comedies and I love he does. stupid he humor. He likes the dumb stupid. And like, don't be a menace to South Central is one of the greatest parody movies of all time. They, you know, throw fun at all of the hood movies. That movie's the best, in That's my opinion, out of all the parody movies. And then not another teen movie. Not another teen movie was funny, but it just wasn't. It was made to all be of the stupid, new, though. all you of the yeah, all of the newer ones after those really the new wave right. ones. Yeah, I can't. But you knew that. what to expect when you were going into it. Like this is going to be something real freaking goofy and funny, <laughs> not serious at all. I can't get into it at all. Yeah, sorry. Most of them I can't get into. It's just, but there's usually not really good comedies that come out. But for you, what movie, Scott, really frightened you? Maybe <laughs> as a kid or as an adult that really sticks in your mind. Well, my favorite horror genre movie is American Psycho. I read the book. 
I mean, I watched. I, don't the, think I I've awkwardly, ever that. I awkwardly watched the movie with my girlfriend in high school with her parents, and it's not <laughs> a movie to watch with your girlfriend's parents when you're in high school. Um, but the scariest one was Strangers, uh, and I can't remember. I think it's uh, I can't remember the, who the guy's name is. But it's Liv Tyler's in it, and it's this it's this couple, and they um, they're renting this house for the weekend, mm-hmm. and this this they hear a knock on the door and she goes to the door and it's this woman and she's got a mask on and they just terrorize them and they try to kill them. So it's more of like a thriller. No, it's just more of a act. It's more to me of what could actually happen. Like demon and stuff. That's still, that still scares me because right. there's the inevitability. Or there's not the inevitability, the possibility that that's real. And that kind of like you had said, you become some kind of a, a bridge or a tunnel or something for that negative activity where the devil's just not necessarily sitting there, but he's like, he can, he knows that you're open to that type of torture or, or kind of manipulation. And so they, they kind of they, hone in on they that. They feed on fear. Yeah. Exactly. But there you go. That's what I was looking feed for. Feed on fear. Well done. But there's nothing scarier than people. Than people there's tormenting other people and not having any, you know, no sympathy. sympathy, no empathy for them. They're just out to, kill or torture and harass. And Scream was, Scream was good and Scream was a thriller and all that stuff, but Scream didn't scare me because I knew it was a, it was a person and I, it didn't scare me, but strangers, man, I got home from that movie at like two and I remember just walking and looking because I'm like, that's all it is. It's just three people and they just want to kill somebody like, that could be anybody and I could just be walking home yeah. like that, that will scare me tonight when I go home and it's dark outside. Um, or um, driving and you're looking in your rearview mirror and you're like looking yeah. back like oh crap there's someone late back there. Night. Or when you get late in your night. car late at night you're like I'm just you gonna w- triple check every yeah. time. I'm gonna do that You wake one up day. at 3 a.m. I mean that's we've all done that. Yeah. That freaks me out. I can't go back to sleep after that happens. If you just wake up naturally at 3 a.m. Yes. Oh because of Spontaneously you wake up. What was that movie? Oh, the uh, Witching Hour. Yeah The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. Exorcism movies still scare me. I could not and have not finished the movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, because it was. I was like, if this if this shit happened in real life, it would freak me out, and I just I couldn't cope. Like if that if that happened and was real, and I don't just hear about it, yeah, that would be an issue. Yeah, if me. you had experienced it, it would yeah. really like screw you up. I would screw me up. But what about you, James? Personally, for me, um, it would have to be The Shining, and not so much of you know uh, Jack Nicholson losing his mind. But the actual hotel itself, old buildings scare me. I'm interested in them. I love history. History. I'm a historian myself. I uh, last year had the chance to go to the Herring Hotel in downtown Amarillo, which has I remember been, that. I remember you taking the picture on the roof, which has been vacant since the '70s. And that hotel has tons of history. It's been around since the '20s. Presidents have stayed there. They've got a, a huge fountain that's Is imported it from Is it, Italy. Is there, ghosts? Is there a ghost in there? It has to be. From the amount of people who have been killed there, the historian that gave us the tour told us about uh, a young man who had pushed um, his, the screen of the window in his room, and he pushed a little bit too hard, and he fell out of his window. And this was probably like... This is at the Herring? Yes, at the Herring. At Herring? The Herring. Herring. Herring Hotel. Okay. It's the big, me. tall, abandoned oh, building. Oh, yeah. I know which one it is. It's right, right by the police over. station. Yes. Yeah. And he, he had felt, fallen out of his window... And he landed on his feet. And so his like bones of his legs, his femur and everything went through his body. And it was real gruesome. She told us about that story. There was a, an old, it's called the old Tascosa uh, bar and club 
down in the basement. That thing is really cool. It's been flooded was so many different times. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of in that ballpark. It was um, prestigious to and synonymous with businessmen. Uh, ty- oil tycoons coming in there and doing their business and interacting and, and making deals and stuff. So there's a lot of important people that came down there. So when we went down there and took the tour, it was real, you know, dark, damp. The the dance floor was all pulled up, nails everywhere. It's pretty dangerous to be down there, but it was cool just to see the history of the building. And you could just have a sense of, wow, there's a lot that happened here. A lot of emotion, a lot of, you know, tragedy. There has to be, yeah, there has to be some bad, some good energy from the Herring Hotel. A lot of people had their proms there back in the fifties, back in the forties, they had a lot of uh, events there. I mean, there has to be a lot of good spirits, a lot of bad spirits. It was just pretty cool just to witness and see a piece of Amarillo history that has been around for that long. So you can't tell me that if it's been around that long, there there isn't some type of energy still lingering there from the people, the mass amount of people who have occupied that building. See, and I'm with you on that. Good energy versus well, positive energy versus negative energy. And, you know, you the more good, you know, like karma, the more good that you do, the more good you will receive. Um, there's another hotel here in Amarillo that's getting completely redone and it's going to have a, a bar in the basement where there used to be a speakeasy, The Barfield. Right? Yes, the Barfield, the Barfield yes, building. Talk- it, that's a building on Polk Street and it's going to be a hotel. And Stella and I are hoping to stay there after we get married next year after Aww. our wedding. You know, maybe that night we'll stay there. It's, it's one of those historic buildings that's been around. Um, I think it's been around longer than the Herring Hotel. And I always was curious what it looked like inside of course now that they've renovated it we're not going to see the original format and you know architecture of the building but it's going to be cool to see and stay in that building i've always wanted to go in it and they're going to have that speakeasy in the, in the basement be which cool. is going to be super cool throwback to back in the day when they used to have one there so that's going to be awesome but stanley hotel that did it for me man that that hotel's creepy that is pretty and creepy. the shining it I is, would love to it go is there. My ultimate horror movie. I would movie. go there right now. Oh, today. Yes. You know what we should do? Yes. We should do a paranormal podcast from that hotel. I know my wife would totally never want to go in there. I would. But from I the say Stanley? We, yeah. So we'll drive up to Colorado? I would. Is it in Estes Park? I, mean, I would um, do it. Like <laughs> if I would get off of this they have podcast a, and we'll, I'll look at it. Every year during you know Halloween in well, October, local. they have a huge Halloween ball there, a paranormal ball, and they all dress up in costumes and paranormal ball? Ooh, that sounds so fun. So they go and they have a good time. They drink, party, dance, and it's like an event. I think it's through a weekend or so, but that would be cool to do. I love Halloween. I love paranormal stuff. If you don't know that about me, now you do. And old buildings, I love the history of them. Speaking of old buildings, um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about was local area haunts. Um, And then I, I think everybody that listens will know of Summit Elementary. It's an elementary, right? Yes, it's elementary. That's one that is that building still there? It's still there. It's off of the boulevard, uh, north of the San Jacinto uh, neighborhood. It closed down when segregation ended. Oh, I didn't even know. I thought it was mm. relatively newer than that. That's an old building to still be standing. Right. I think a church had actually bought it, oh, okay. and now they're occupying it. But before that, San Jacinto Christian Academy owned the building, and they would store their stuff there and actually use the facility. There's a gym there that they used for like indoor softball, like hitting cages, batting, batting practice in there. 
But that's as far as I know. I mean, I tried to break in there as a kid, <laughs> I was about as saying, a teenager. I, I know a lot of local Amarillo people that have said that that's not a rite to passage, but that was something that the majority of people did, especially around our age as they, they wound up in the summit. Some of them got arrested or, you know, cops called on them, but. Yeah. I, never, I never did that. I you mean, never did? We would drive around it, you know what I mean? And we get a little spooked out and then be like, oh driving my God. by? Yeah, driving <laughs> by, you know, oh my gosh, look at the swing or look at yeah. the trees, but never was brave enough to get yeah, out. When, when we were still in high school, the swings and stuff were still there, but they're not there anymore. Yeah. But it, it was one of those uh, just creepy places. Just from the road, you can look over there. All the trees are dead around it. So it looked just, it fit the mold and the illustration of a haunted place. And it's off the boulevard? Yeah, it's off the boulevard. There's actually a walkway that goes over the boulevard uh, bridge. Yeah. And it's right directly north of that little walkway okay. bridge thing. So. That place has always been freaky. Other than that, I mean, the old BSA hospital on the boulevard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I used to I work wanted... at Robert E. Lee, or uh, at Park Hills. Mm-hmm. It was it, Back then, it was Robert E. Lee, and I'd drive by that every single day down yeah. Volk. That's want... kind of creepy. Uh-huh. I yeah. want to go in there. There have been a few places, or a few um, local ghost hunters or whatever that have done really? live I'm... videos of it, and they've... I... Or just, excuse me, just random people that have done and gone and done live video. My, my buddy, Tim, he was a security guard there. He would have to spend the night there. I would like to stay a night there. I would he'd be have afraid to, walk to stay around. the night there for the he, sole purpose of, yeah. of the people that would go in there. Yeah, he'd night. have to kick out a whole bunch of homeless people and whatnot. But he did say, you know, it, it, was, a, it was a building that he did not like being close to because it was also connected to the hospice building. Uh, there's an there's a over-the-street tunnel that connected the two. And the main part of the BSA hospital is like, you know, it was built in the twenties. So it's a very, very old building and it's really run down. Windows are broken, boarded up. Um, my dad was born there, believe it or not, back really? in the day. But that place is I was born Northwest. pretty creepy. What represent the Me old too. Northwest is creepy. The one that's, um, over by sixth street. I think it's off of sixth street actually. Uh, Route yeah, that's the one over. Um, it's it's what is it? It's east of east of Georgia, barely, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's is it is it abandoned? No, or I think they converted a, it into like a retirement. Yeah, long term care kind of. Yeah, place. retirement yeah. home. You know, the only one that we did, um, I did it when I was um when I was a tutor at Park Hills, or Robert E. Lee at the time, um, and we did Seven Gates of Hell. See, we, I've drove, heard of that, we, we drove out there and it was, it was somewhere off Western, I think North, Northwest or, you know, outside of town. And it was just a road and it eventually led to some refinery. And so obviously it wasn't that haunted, but yeah, you were, you went over so many cattle grates or something and it was, I never got to seven gates, but you know, there's always those. Wasn't it like a notorious place for cult people to I go think out? That's, that's what the majority of it worship is. Or yeah. whatever. Where all the, all the Wiccans or all the cult people, you know, oh. not that Wiccans are bad. Wiccans are perfectly great people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, you know, whatever you believe. Yeah. One thing that I did or me and a group of friends did when we were uh, teenagers, we brought back a legend that we had heard as kids from primarily from my buddy, Anthony, his dad would tell, tell him about this story of, the goat man. This was like a mythical creature that was out in Bishop Hills. And if you drove your car to a certain area and you flicked your lights three times on and off, and it had to be a certain time of the year, the goat man would appear at the top of the hill and you could see a silhouette, see his horns, and he would kind of just approach your vehicle. 
And this was something that our parents did back in the day. So we wanted, we wanted to bring it back to life. So a lot of us, you know, talked about it. We got a mask, we put horns on it. We got an outfit and everything. We, the whole nine yards. Well, my buddy Hunter was the first one that actually went through with it and decided to scare. He just scared me and my buddy Ty for the first time. And we'd known about the goat, man. We had talked about it, but we didn't know anyone was actually going to go out there and carry it out and actually, you know, go up there. And, and what, what, what he had to do was he had to go out to the pasture, jump a barbed wire fence and lay there until the car pulled up. Well, me and Ty pulled up and we flicked our lights three times because we had just spoke to one another earlier in the day. We were like, well, let's go see, let's go to that road that uh, our buddy Anthony, his dad was telling us about. Let's see if it happens to us. Let's, let's go out there. So we did it, and all of a sudden, I see this orb of shadow, whatever you want to call it, just stand up from the grass on the side of the road. And it, it slowly, like, walked to the middle of the road. And, you know, the moon was out. You could kind of see behind the, the, the figure. You could see the outline of his head and his horns. And I was like, this, this can't be real. This is someone, <laughs> this is someone screwing with us. But my buddy Ty, he was freaking out. He's like, we need to go. We need to go, 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 go. Turn around, turn around. <laughs> and it just started sprinting toward us. It started sprinting toward us. So I was like, all right. So we, we kind of did a U-turn. And then as we were going the opposite direction, he was just pounding on the back of the car. And then we kind of sped off. And then I kind of pulled over the side of the road. And I was like, this can't be real. And sure enough, I heard laughter and it was my buddy Hunter dressed in a costume. And so that, from that moment forward, that was kind of the, the start of it all. And, and we all took turns being the goat man. We would bring friends out there and this wasn't even in Bishop Hills. Like we had heard the legend previously from our parents and whatever, but we took them out to helium road and there was a part on helium road where it, um, there was an incline and there was a hill. So, whoever the goat man was for that night, they would jump over the little barbed wire fence and just chill right there until they saw a car pull up. And then they would commence the chaos and the terror. So that's kind of that's how it all got started. Right but it, it not only translated to our friends from our school, we had kids from other schools coming out. We had parents. We even got our coaches out there. You know, they knew it was silly. They knew it was just for fun. But there's a lot of people that took it serious, too, and got scared and actually tried to r run us over <laughs> and chase us and rip our uh, masks off. And we've all, there's probably like a dozen of us that had the opportunity to be Goatman. And it was just cool that we were able to hear that legend, hear that story, and kind of translate it into modern times, and we brought it back to life. And there's a whole bunch of people my age around, you know, in thirties that know about the goat man now. So we kind of brought it all back to life, which is cool. So the goat man's real. If you want to believe, of course, anything's real. If you believe, right. I guess. In your own <laughs> mind. All right. So, you know, we talked ghosts. I want to get into kind of other supernatural things. Um, werewolves. Anybody? That's pretty silly. Stella. I, I really, I, I said werewolves and just said, no, I want to hear about you and vampires. <laughs> Do I believe in vampires? Yeah. What do you think of vampires? 
Uh, well, I don't really think they're, I mean, I don't think they're real, but in my book over here, what is it? Cirque du Freak. Cirque du Freak. You've read the entire series, right? Yeah, this is a large series that's sitting in front of us right now that we're admiring. (laughs) I got 13 books. I think I'm missing two of them, but I don't know what it was, but this book was amazing. And, you know, this vampire um, turned this little boy into like a half vampire. And I was just so stuck on this book. Um, He turns him into a half vampire? Yeah, he's half human, half vampire. That's real? Yeah, that's real. That seems like the best best of both worlds. Well, I read these books, I think two years ago and um yeah you were addicted to them too. i, was, I got sick of them <laughs> i <laughs> got wa- tired of hearing about vampires james yeah did they sparkle like the the twilight vampires uh, no. no but she are- is into the the twilight series i as well. am and i'm going to admit when i read these books i wanted to be a vampire two years ago <laughs> that's good well at least you didn't go to the extreme of like getting tattoos all over your body and sharpening your canine teeth and- <laughs> Dying your eyes like some people. Yeah, that's a little too much. You could, I mean, you know, people do that pretending and fantasy. No, but I do love vampires, though. Well, we all love mythical things and supernatural things, and vampires are one of those historically talked about. And witches, I love witches. Yeah, witches. I like witches. Witches and vampires. They've always been throughout history. They're my favorite. I've never liked vampires. I've never gotten behind them, like at all. Just it just never really was a. I, don't get me wrong, I love the Blade movies. Uh, I love Wesley Snipes though, so I mean that's <laughs> not like a far stretch or anything. Um, but yeah, no, vampires were the only thing that I was. Well, they can be out at night, but they don't like the sun. But the moon literally reflects the sunlight. And what do you think stars are? It just it just that was one thing I could never get behind. I got more behind werewolves in the idea that you know not necessarily but, moonlight, but that you could. Uh, I, I liked that idea. Werewolves than, are in this vampire book. Shut up. Yes, I know you got to read all thirteen of them. Let me get on that. What's <laughs> what's up or what's the first book called? I, actually, I don't have the first books right now because what's my, the second book called? The Vampire's uh, Assistant. Because it's because the little boy becomes the vampire's assistant. Okay, hang on a second. Was this a movie? Oh, Actually, shit. Sorry. Actually, you know what? <laughs> After I read these books, they came out with the movie on Netflix. Um, but I heard it wasn't as good as the books. I never even watched it either. There was this. I'm trying to think of, of who it is. It's the it's the brother from Step Brothers. Uh, That's not Will Ferrell. John C. Riley. He was in this movie, and I could have sworn it had vampires in it, and it was something Cirque. Cirque du Freak. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. You'll have to forgive me. I'm telling Google. you, if you love vampire um, movies and books, you have to read these books. If anybody wants to come borrow my books, dude, it is. You can. It was yeah, the vampire assistant, the vampire's assistant, yeah. Cirque du Freak. I, I thought I had seen yeah, yeah, a yeah. movie about that. Okay, so uh, I never watched the movie because I don't want the movie to ruin. My How you books. feel about the story in general? Because a lot That's, of times it does ruin. I'll agree with that. Congo, Congo was a good movie, but the book was amazing. I never read Jurassic Park. I always wanted to, but um, you know, kind of going back to my favorite scary movie, which isn't really a scary movie. It's just kind of a weird, just that genre horror movie. Um, American Psycho. The book and the movie are verbatim almost. The ending kind of changed. They changed the ending of the movie a little bit, but that's one of the movies that's just. It's just a really good, scary movie. Yeah. yeah. But vampires, people have always believed in vampires. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. And witches, too. 
see witches I gotta I kind of I can get behind because that's more of like the Wiccan culture and the the pagan culture and all that which stuff. is real yeah you which know. is real you know I mean I I, I know a, a couple of Wiccans in Amarillo and they're 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 actually some of the nicest people I think I've ever met in my life um but yeah vampires being around for a really long time I I just I couldn't get by vampires but witches witches freak me out Salem witch trials the Salem witch trials yes are you pretty read up on all that do you are you I mean, a fan I, of it? I'm a fan of it. I love, um, well, I don't love, obviously, the Salem Witch Charles. It's a bunch <laughs> of women that were murdered for no reason, really. Right. Um, but, I mean, I don't know as much as, like, specific dates and everything, but just that time and then the group that it was resp- that was responsible for it, it made a lot of sense for the time, but it it's did. just crazy. It's crazy how times change from now to then and what they believed and what we believe and what we hold close to us as being real, they really held that close to themselves as being legitimately real and the threatening. Witches or the, or the, the witches or the, that group? The group, the, the witches, the, the magic that they possess and all that jazz. I mean, they, they legitimately believed it was real. Stella Magic. Yeah. What do you think about magic? I mean, that kind of falls into the supernatural yeah, context. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I believe in it, but I don't think I've really seen magic, so... I, in magic. my book, my book, I believe in it. You know? <laughs> it was in there. Do they use a lot of magic in Cirque du Freak? They do. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Magic not, stands not much, out to me. I don't know if it's do. magic, but uh, the witchcraft. Yes, witchcraft. Kind of stuff. And like voodoo. Voodoo. The, the dark the, kind of. Voodoo freaks me yeah. out. The, the that, Louisiana I voodoo. I mean, yeah. all that stuff brought over from Africa. That kind of stuff stands out to me as being something that could legitimately be uh, real because I'm not going to mess with it. I'm not going to tamper with it. Yeah, There's voodoo's no... one of those things. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do a Ouija I'll board. I'll do it. See, that's where we're different, Stella. I'll do a Ouija board, no doubt. <laughs> but you won't touch it, and I won't touch voodoo, and you will touch voodoo. Why would you touch voodoo? I don't know. You don't need to touch voodoo. That voodoo stuff is just, like a curse. Yeah, like curses. Like same with like Egyptian curses and stuff like that. I would not do it. I would not, I would not touch a curse. If someone said, hey, man, if you do this, you'll get cursed. Nah, I'm not gonna do it. Exactly, yeah. I'm not gonna get cursed. I what am. about I'm the like, voodoo dolls and stuff? Do yeah, I, I don't, I don't necessarily believe it, but at the same time, it's I don't want to mess with it. I mean, I'm not gonna sit there and say, "Hey, that voodoo's not real." Exactly. Let me just go ahead. I'm not and gonna do recite this, this an- ancient chant. Oh, I'll say, I'm not I'll say, do that. I'll say, Red Rum or or what is it? Oh um, yeah, we've oh, all done that. What's his name? Uh, is is it Key or Peel? It's Jordan Peel and Bloody right? Mary too. Yeah, or not Bloody Mary too. It's um. Well, Bloody Mary, we've said that tons of times in the mirror. Candyman. Candy he's coming out with a new Candyman yeah. movie, isn't he? God, I love his movies. Yeah, I he's had, love his. He get out is a good one. Get out's a great one. Um, was it his last one? Us. Us. I didn't really like us. It was. I love the story. It yeah, didn't it was pretty scary me or anything, but I love was, the. I love the idea of it. That, I love. That, I love that mirrors. Right. Stories that really are close to being reality, I draw more towards. You know. Nonfiction. Why didn't you like Star Wars? <laughs> I did like Star Wars growing up. I was a huge Star Wars fan. Really? But as an adult, I just grew out of it. I love Star Wars. I had Star Wars birthday cakes. I had all the action figures. I had uh, the Millennium Falcon. I had all that stuff. So I just, as I got older, I wasn't such a fan anymore. You wanted to stick more to reality. Yeah, I'm just... But you're a Cowboys fan and you expect them to win. Hey, man. <laughs> They're the most popular, I'm just the messing greatest... With you. I'm just messing with you. Organization of all time. I do. I mean, I I can get behind America's team deal too, but maybe 
Maybe back then. I don't know if they're really America's team now. Not anymore. The luster has kind of been lost, but, you know, there's always room for a resurgence. There Never is. know. But getting back to paranormal. All right. Next thing I want to know from both of you. What is the best genre for a, an immediate scare? Like you're in the movie, you're like, man, I want to get scared. Or you're at home, you're binging, you're watching something, and you want to be scared. Not the best movie, not the best story. What's the best scare? I, I, I got it right now. You ready? Go the, ahead. The Descent. The Descent. The Descent. I haven't seen that one, but I've heard of it. it. Um, it, you know, it's 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 a group of it's a group of friends, and they they descend into their spelunking, which is just a fun word to say. They're cave diving, which mm. I would never do. Yeah, yeah. claustrophobia. Yeah. It me messes neither. with exactly. me so much. Yeah, me too. And there's these 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 humanoid things, humans, whatever, and they've kind of evolved to live underground, and they just it's just pitch black, and they're sitting there. <laughs> they're like making these little you can't see oh that God. so it looks weird but they're really making these little you know to echolocate everything and it's just man it's just it's one of the creepiest movies because I feel during it so uncomfortable and you feel like it that. could be real yes exactly because <laughs> see, I would like that movie there. then I would like that movie you should watch The Descent yeah. that's a good one um what about you, babe? The uh, Conjuring movies. You, we love those. Oh my gosh! Those Which one was your favorite? I don't know their names. Sorry. Well, the first, second, the, the, I first wasn't thir- the first one, the first one, the first one. It's always the first one in movies. It's never yeah. the second or the third. Sorry, not in horror movies. But the exactly. good thing about the Conjuring is they they actually built the movies from real documented cases. In the Conjuring, when they she oh yeah that game and they're clapping. Oh my gosh, that is so scary. Yes, I remember that. Can I tell you, I. My wife hates scary movies. I love She scary hates scary movies movie. for the sole purpose, kind of like what you had mentioned, that you can't really believe in ghosts and not the devil. Exactly. And she, uh, my wife is extremely Catholic yeah. and is a very religious person, and she would not go see scary movies with me. And I told her, this is about ghosts. It's about ghosts, because I thought it was about ghosts. And when it comes to the point that you find out that she's possessed, my wife looks at me, and she's so pissed. She, oh, yeah. Man, she because hated it's, me. it's because it's the devil. She's possessed. Yes. Possession. Yes, by the devil. Yeah, that, that movie. Yeah, I agree with you. That movie was insane. I would scary. be mad at you too. <laughs> the last one that came out was it the Nun? The Nun. Uh, yeah, I, don't, see that I never one. saw that I one. Though. I don't remember that it. One, I remember seeing it, but I don't think it was. I that did scary. not enjoy it. it. Like a quarter of the way into it, it was okay, and then it just started getting so bizarre, so far fetched, kind of like the Enfield haunting in England. That was an actual case that was documented back in the seventies. And Lorraine Warren and her husband, Ed, had investigated. It was actually intriguing. But there were points in that movie that were like, really? Why are we going this Hollywood with it? Keep it more realistic. I got you. But it was still good, though. Trying to, like, elicit a a specific scare or something? Yeah. They, like, brought this uh, imaginative figure to life. And he was like, it was just just too bizarre and too Hollywood for me. I get that. But Stick to basic. But the overall story, it was good, man. It it covered an actual investigation that was done. And then the Amityville Horror, Ed and Lorraine Warren investigated that as well. The Amityville Horror. That's the... Was that a Ryan Reynolds movie, right? Right. There there was a lot of movies in the 70s and stuff, but yeah. I watched the Ryan Reynolds one Mm -hmm. because I I like him. I think he's a funny guy. And it's based on their investigation, the the famous ghost uh, hunters, Ed and Lorraine Warren, they're both passed away now, but they investigated that story and then it snowballed into what it's become today. And we just don't know if it's true or not. I mean, I like to think that it could have been true. It really spans and, and circulates around the family that moved in after the murders happened. Yeah. The Lutz family. 
And they lived there for like 28 days. And then they just left. They, they had enough. I want to live there for a day. And that was the thing, you know, I mean, I, I, I say we, that house that we lived in on Lewis Lane, it was, it was creepy and there were a lot of things that were unexplained, but none of it was ever benevolent. I mean, you know, we would find forks above our door frames. That's benevolent that were, to me. That were, that were bent. <laughs> and there was one time that, and, and I, I, the only reason that I, that I could actually say that this might've happened is because <laughs> peripherals suck. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, the only thing that I would say that, before Paranormal 2 came out, because I remember the scene in Paranormal 2 and it happening in my own damn kitchen where everything was, our kitchen was yeah. trashed. Well, that's what everything was open. A buddy up. of mine had told me, you guys came home, the ceiling fan I didn't was, even, yeah, and Trevor, my, my roommate at the time, Trevor, he always thought that this was me. I was like, dude, this stuff's not happening when I'm home. Like, I'm at work. You're home in the middle of the day because you're off shift at this time and dude. you come out of your house and you see that the floor is wet. Dude, I'm at work. That it's stuff would have me. fascinated me, and you guys didn't think to set up a camera or we were, investigate it or, no. or see who the fuck s- lived there before. I mean, mm-hmm. I would have been like, dude, this is this is good stuff. We need to document this. We need to like it was never capture benevolent. something. It was never. I was, dude. I, I, I remember thinking at the time, it's not messing with us bad. Like it's like we would hear sounds in the middle of the night. We had a couple of friends that saw things. We had. Um, Matt, my, my, what he was the only one that something violent happened and he was walking to his bedroom from the living room and the, the lamp pulled itself, whatever you want to call it, threw itself at him. You know, mm-hmm. it went a good like 10 feet and crashed, but you know, we had a lot of good parties at that house too. I'm pretty sure it was just a big party here. It appreciated the parties in the house. And so it, 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 it wasn't it, there like a shaving cream can that exploded or something in the oh, bathroom. I don't, know. I don't Oh, I don't know about that. I remember waking up and, um, who was it? Now you're just making up stuff. The, no, griders, that's what the, the griders and a couple of other people had moved all the furniture in the house, blocking my door so I couldn't get out of my room. But that was, that was humans. That was not a ghost. Well, but um, I still think y'all experienced a lot of crazy stuff. It was, it was weird stuff. But I just, you can't deny the can't presence deny of so I, spirits. I, it goes back to, well, it goes back to, I don't know. And then the picture, what about the picture? Yeah, we have a picture. Um, uh, she's Brittany Reynosa at the time, Brittany Brooks back then. Um, she has a, she, and she still has the picture somewhere. I'm sure where you have, uh, it's, it was, our, it was our new year's Eve party and there's a ton of people there. And, and there's this figure on the right and uh, my initial thought was, all right, it's a jacket or something, but you can see through it, and you can see kind of an outline of a face. Have you seen this picture? I think I think you've showed me. Uh, maybe times. maybe maybe we should put the picture up, um, with with when we post this. When you came home with all of the uh, drawers open, cabinets open, and the refrigerator open, wasn't the food bad? It had yeah, been it, open it had for been a while. open for a while, and we had it was one of those times that, um, you know, we had made a Sam's trip. You know, when there was a couple hundred dollars worth of food, and it's not something that we would just, it, we would just, no one in their right mind would just do it. I mean, the fans were going crazy to the point that we never put them on high because they were, we, they'd fall. You know, they were the, the crazy fans. This, yeah, picture yeah. Looks, this picture is, it's like a face. Yeah, yeah. dude, I'm telling you. And that was the thing. One well, of maybe our that friends, thing wanted you guys out. No, no. I mean, with I all think the it enjoyed the parties. Did. You think I think so? Enjoyed the parties because we. I mean, we were there for a full, almost a full year. You know, we signed a year lease. We were there, you know, eleven, twelve months. So we how often out. did things happen? It was. It was really, really. There was a lot of activity the first probably three or four months. By the time summer came, you know, and we were going to the lake more often and not there, and it, we were doing more things outside. We didn't. Not as much stuff happened. But it was really. 
I mean, I, I still, I think that, that, that one incident, the, um, the incident in the kitchen, I think that happened during the summer. Didn't a friend see a little girl? Yeah. Justin Greider, uh, a friend of ours, he, he, he was walking up to the house and saw her sitting on our front porch. And then he just he like looked up, saw it and then looked back down. Cause he was looking at his phone or something and looked back up again and it was gone. And he, he didn't know about any of the stories or anything. That was one of the things that we wanted to tell him when he was showing up and he was the one that brought it up. So what was his response when he encountered you guys? What did he, he say? He just freaked out. He was like, he told us the story and we we're like, Oh, we, we got stuff to tell you. And it just, he's, he still to this day swears. He was like, man, that's, that's what I saw. Well, a lot of people don't have these experiences like you had and it's pretty rare. Yeah. Pretty rare that you encounter unexplained things consistently to that level. So, I mean, and not just me. I mean, there were anyone that stayed in that house or, you know, lived in that house. We had friends that stayed the night in that house and everyone, just about everyone had some kind of a story. Even my wife who, you know, she, she's, she's the one person that I, I will always is, is just consistently level headed. And she, when she said even, yeah, I saw that this is what happened. I saw the, I was standing in your kitchen and I look out cause I see movement of the patio furniture and I look out there and the patio furniture stops. Wow. You know what we good. need to do? We need to go back to the house and we need to see, there's, knock people, on that, the door there's people that live there. I'm say, afraid hey. to, I'd, be, I'd hate to be like, Hey man, tell me about your house. Tell me about your experiences. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, we're, do doing, it. we're doing a paranormal episode. <laughs> we're doing want a podcast. We want to talk to you. Yeah. Would you do, so would you do a Ouija board there, Stella? Or would you, are you just, no? I don't know. I mean. Well, talk to I, us about I, your favorite movie because that kind of, that kind of well, fits in there. I told you my favorite you movie. You told me, the but Ring. you didn't tell our friends. No, talk to me about the, your favorite, your favorite other movie you showed Oh, me. um. Talk to me about that movie because those, the, yeah, the Ouija board and stuff, it kind of goes in together. That was the, the wit, uh. Was it Practical Magic? Yeah. With the witches? Yeah. Um, with uh, Sandra Bullock? I like, Bullock, yeah. I like Sandra yeah. Bullock. She, a huge crush on her. She is so beautiful. <laughs> I, still have a, I still have a crush on her. Do you don't have a crush on her, James? What the hell? Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> he still does. He still does. <laughs> uh, that right there, those witches, I feel like... I, I feel like that right there, like, they weren't, like, you know, like green and like all yeah, whatever. They're just like, normal people. They're normal people. Like I feel like those witches still can be right they now. They live like, amongst us and I, they you still. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I still think they're out there. I mean, if you are, <laughs> let me know. I want to, I want to join you. <laughs> uh, I know some friends that are Wiccans. I'll give you their number. Great. They're great, lovely people. And they're just, they're vegans or they're vegetarians. So they classify themselves they as witches. They classify witches. themselves. No, they classify themselves as Wiccans. Okay, what's the difference between witch well, and a Wiccan? A witch is someone that normally does like, they, they, they deal with, with the dark arts or, or the light arts, depending on which interpretation. Like I know so much about witches or anything as I'm saying. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, but you know, Wiccans are just more, they're more of what we would view as pagans, what Christians would view as, as pagans. Um, you know, they're more of... They celebrate certain... They celebrate, you know, they're, and they're more in touch with, with, with earth spirits and, and more of... They're, Wiccans is one way to put it. In other words, like, more like pantheists. You know, they think the universe is, is in everything and the universe is in... So you know, free spirit type free of spirit, mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, and just generally like great people. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like yeah, me. It really free does. spirit, yeah. wild heart, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, the old, you know, when they say knock on wood, that's an old pagan thing yeah. where people mm. would, when they ask. entered a forest, they would knock on the, they would essentially ask permission from the trees. Oh, to let I didn't them know in. that. And so it's for good luck when you knock on wood, you're asking permission to go into the woods. But I'm that's something start I read doing on that Reddit. When we go somewhere. into the woods, they would start knocking on the woods. Hey, wood! 
<laughs> since there's so many woods around here. <laughs> when you go to, know, you, right? you go to your, your backyard. I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to start talking to the trees. Yeah, but there are there real witches out there? Oh, they, there's there's got to be real witches. They've been a South Park episode about vampires. I'm sure there's real witches. Well. There uh, are vampire uh, communities. There are. I've there seen, is. Yeah. They oh. all live amongst one another. Can you be in both? They drink. They do. <laughs> they don't. I want to be a witch. I'm asking for a friend. They drink. <laughs> listen, they drink each other's blood. They'll, they'll, yes. That's not sanitary. Oh I've gosh. seen episodes and, you, you and know, shows wait, on it. I did that one time. Well, because I watched this movie, you know. Uh, oh, this it? shit's going to get good. <laughs> the um, Practical Magic. Yeah. You know how in the, in the scene where her sister and then they cut their hand. And I've never seen the movie. Just oh, huge fans yeah. of Sandra Bullock and what's her name? <laughs> I can't remember the other name. But the Tom Cruise's ex-wife, Nicole they, Kidman. Well, I thought you said you didn't know. Well, I, I remembered it. Go ahead. They cut their hands. They cut their hands and they said sisters, you know, sisters forever. And they stick their hands together and put their blood in together. I did that when we were kids and I got in trouble. Oh yeah, <laughs> please I, I don't remember, do that. <laughs> um, I remember Hector Emiliano. From Wheeler, Texas, and Landon Sam's. I'm pretty sure we became blood brothers when we were, yeah, when we were like blood, six or blood seven. sisters. That's what we did. Yeah, that's cool stuff. And we went and told our parents, I mean, and they got we got in so <laughs> much trouble. Oh yeah, yeah, because that's not sanitary <laughs> at all. That's not good for you if you have some kind of yeah. You know. Not not now. I mean, not now. Yeah, not exactly. No. I mean, back then when we did it, it was it was okay. You know. Yeah. So COVID wasn't. Wasn't here. COVID wasn't around. <laughs> so you're saying still that you're, you know, you're, you're the best genre. If you want to be scared, you're going to go see a movie about demons. Uh, yes. Okay. So do you want, it's not necessarily about demons, but do you want a scary movie to watch tonight that will just freak you out? Yes. I think it's Room, Room 1408. Wait. John Cusack's in it. Um, is, Samuel L. Jackson. Is it a new one? No, no this thing. This thing's it, old, old. This is from like when we were in high school. And he's a writer, and he's those yes, yes, I've already seen it. Yes, is it I've not it. so good? It's so good. It's That's, such that a was trip. a scary movie. And yes, he. Everyone kept saying like, "You can't stay in this room like for that long or overnight because you either die or you commit suicide yeah. or something happens to you. you." I think it's just you die. You just yeah. die. And he stayed in that room and he got out. I thought he died. No, he didn't. I don't remember. He the got end. out. Oh, that's the thing. Maybe I didn't finish it because I was too afraid. Ruin it. I've never seen it. Oh, well, we're going to watch There's it one or two ways it's going to end. Either he's going to die or he's well, going to go through obviously, it. Obviously. So. But yeah, those kind of movies are cool. Like they're based on some type of previous, you know, paranormal thing. And they've got to kind of survive the night. I'm going to be really scared tonight when I go to sleep after this. Is it pretty thrilling? Like. It's that type just of movie. Talking I mean, about it's just talking it. about It's just weird. It really is. He he. He's he's a writer or something. And he, his job is to debunk mm. things okay. like this. And so he go, no, is he a he skeptic goes, going in? No, he goes to um, scary places all the time. Yeah, like he goes haunted, to scary yeah, he's haunted a, places. And yeah, he, he does. He works like like a like you're like like an author or he he does something. But he goes there, and the best part, and Samuel L. Jackson's the best person to do this. You know, he's trying. He's like, I want to stay in room fourteen oh eight, and Samuel L. Jackson's like, no, no. <laughs> Like, and, and so it's a good, like 20, uh, not 20 minutes, probably a good, like five or 10 minutes of them just going back and forth with the, he's like, I'm so not going to let you there? do this. Does, does, Samuel Jackson's yeah. like the night manager okay. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, it's just a really good it movie. Sounds I familiar, really, but I think you have, I don't like, remember seeing it. You know, it's, it was, it was before it wasn't a high, I don't think it was a highly, um, marketed movie or anything like that, but it's, it, to me, it's one of the cult classics. I think it's a really it's good movie. it's such a good movie. Yeah, yeah. It was a really good movie. It's up there with like, um, the haunting. 
I thought the haunting that came out when we were like 12, 13 years old. My gosh, all these movies, I such they a great sound movie. so familiar, but I can't remember. The haunting everything. had um, another person that I had a huge crush on when I was a kid, Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Have you seen the skeleton beautiful. key? Skeleton? No. It, it's based in New Orleans and, and Louisiana, and it has to do with the, the voodoo and stuff. No, I don't want to see it. Is, it is a cool movie. It's really cool. So here's a good one Is there ever been a movie? Scary or not, we're on scary. And my own's only been a scary where you've gotten up and left because the movie was so bad. Uh, no, I mean, no. not left, but put my hands over my eyes. Yes. We got up and left the movie Wolf Creek because like 40 minutes into it, nothing happened. And we were so <laughs> bored with it. And so if you're the guy that directed Wolf Creek and you somehow hear this, uh, I don't care, man. You made a crap movie. Yeah, I've never seen that one. I've never seen that one. The Haunting. We're going to have to check that one out. It came out in 1999. I don't remember this one. Do you, babe? No. Let me see. If, if I see a picture or something. Um, and it's got some amazing people in it. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. Liam Neeson um, is actually in it. Owen Wilson was in it. Oh, what was that movie that we watched not too long ago where the guy was... Uh, it, they had to take care of a doll. They had to take care of this doll, and it was a, a, it was like a replica. No, it wasn't oh, Annabelle. Yeah, it was I, a replica of the boy. It was boy. a boy. No, it's called The Boy. The Boy, yeah. <gasps> okay, yeah, I do remember seeing uh, seeing the movie The Boy or something like yeah. that, but I didn't I didn't see it or get into it. It's hard to watch scary movies because my wife was, does not like the genre. It was freaky. freaky. Oh. It was, it was real freaky. What is that saying? Pinch, poke, owe me a Coke. Pinch, poke, owe me a Coke. <laughs> okay, good job. <laughs> oh, and that, you know, that was a, a paranormal thing kind of that we had talked about here. Um. Yeah, we were talking about what we wanted to record and everything today, and and James had asked Estelle if she wanted to go ahead and do the paranormal episode that we talked about doing, and then I texted James like five minutes later and said, "Hey, man, we should ask Estelle if she wants to do the paranormal episode today." Uh, thank you guys for letting me be on here. You're pushing out a lot of ESP stuff. Okay, so what about that? <laughs> yeah, you two, you two just did it. Where you I said think the that's exact real. Same thing. ESP. I think ESP? that's real. It happened between me and you on the phone. Yeah, where you oh. say you say the same thing as someone else, oh, or okay. you're watching TV and you say something, and the TV just happens to line up your phrase exactly. Have you ever had that happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I thought he was just my other half. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've only done it with James. Yeah, no, I do it with my sister all the time, but I always think she's my twin. So. Yeah, you've kind of finished each other's sentences, or you're thinking the same thing at the exact same time, or you know, momentarily before they say something, you say what was on their mind. You kind of. So is that just an yeah. environment, or is that, or is that something that's that's paranormal? Something about brainwaves being able to to somewhat and like crisscross and deja vu. I think deja vu is something that could be paranormal too. Has to do with like maybe another dimension, like we talked deja about. Deja vu is a trip. Deja vu is a trip. I mean, there's there there are times that I I could swear, I'd swear like this has happened. I uh, remember this, and, and sometimes it's like, dude, I remember this happening yesterday. There's, there's been times mm-hmm. that I've had that, but then, you know, you never know if it's that or if it's just your brain trying to make sense of what the hell's going on. It's a right. trip. Or your brain, like when you're, when you're sleeping, when you're, when you're dreaming, the types of things that go on dreaming. in your dreams, how do we know that that's not something beyond what we can comprehend? Like it is, it is abnormal. It's weird. You go into another life basically. And you know, you may be, turn into an animal, you turn into another person or you live a, a previous experience and it goes a different way. Dreams are just complex and confusing to me. Cause but we, they're real, man. They're real. You, yeah. They feel real and they change. And it can change your life. Mm-hmm. Dreams, can dreams can be, can be real. It scary. can change your life. 
I mean, it can prevent you from doing stupid things. It can make you, make you become a better person if you experience something terrible in your dream. I don't know. Maybe that's some paranormal stuff too. And that you know, and, and a lot of people that I, that would say, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in vampires or stuff like that. Will still say, you know, let me sleep on it. What do you mean, let you sleep on it? That's not <laughs> you thinking logically when you go to bed at nine o'clock and you don't think about it again. But then when you wake up in the morning, you've slept on it. What else are you doing other than eliciting some kind of dream, some kind of something that you're not in control of, something that's not natural in your normal pro- thought process that's kind of bringing out your decision? Right. They're influential. Yes. That's very, a better word for it. Very influential in, in people's lives. And like, I mean, I've, I don't know about you guys. I've had a ton of like scary dreams, like ghost type dreams. And... They feel real. I wake up after a dream and feel like someone's watching you. Yeah, or the falling when you're falling, you know. That I've never had a falling dream, though. Oh, bull. Me neither. Well, not the... Let me rephrase then, James. I I don't remember having a falling dream. Or falling. I I don't think I have one of those either. But, like, being scared to open my eyes because I feel like there's something watching me in the corner of the room. Yeah, I'm definitely there. That right there, I'm like, oh my God, I want to open Well, my didn't eyes. you have an experience where you woke up I don't want to open my eyes. One night and that your bed was shaking? Yes. Okay, tell Talk us, us about, about that. that. Um, I don't know. I mean, it might sound cheesy to some of y'all, but I feel like I had an experience with something. Did I see something? No. Did I feel something there? Yes. But me seeing something, I never saw anything. But my first house, my first rent house, um, I was so scared to be by myself, you know, and with my daughter and she was like one and uh, I had got my house all set up and I was so excited, you know, and I slept in my room my first night, but um, I left my TV on and uh, I woke up because I felt my bed shaking, like physically shaking, shaking, but not like a, not like, like an earthquake, like, oh my gosh, I think the whole house is shaking more like a. Like a hand was on the bed and it Just was like vibrating, vibrating, shaking. Like, and I would sit up and I'm like, why am I still feeling this? And I would feel like there was something watching me and I would jump up real quick and turn my light on and just sit on my bed and it would go away. Did this happen once or more than once? More than once. Cause were you dating James at the time? No, okay. I, I was trying to, I, I could just want to vaguely remember sometime, but Stella calling you and we're hanging out and you're saying, I don't know what's going on. She said someone's at her bed or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, but no, I guess it wasn't that. No. Um, okay. So I want to show you something then, Estella. So this is a, a friend of mine in high school talked to me about her having this. Really? It's sleep paralysis. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes. And it's essentially where they wake up and they feel, they feel pressure on them. They, they can't move. Yeah, you know, you it's feel not, paralyzed. They're paralyzed. Yeah, sleep paralysis. You know, and you know, medical journals will say that it it happens more in people that have sleep apnea or people that are narcoleptic, um, and she's neither. But you know, I just didn't know if that was something that was kind of similar or yours wasn't. You couldn't move. You just felt. You I mean, I could your, move. I could sit up and move, and I still felt the bed shaking. My and my little girl. Still and more sleep. than once. More than once. It happened like I'm gonna say a good ten. Dang. 15 times oh, wow. because I lived in that house for two to three years. And, um, yeah, my little girl was like three years old when I moved out of that house and I would always be scared. See, always. That's the always. thing. You never know where you're living and what happened in the past, because so, I feel like that can influence the energy of the home. If there's good or bad spirits there. Um, I know there's a house down the street from us that's notorious 
for having new owners quite often because of a horrendous, horrific crime that happened. From here. But yes. it didn't just happen to me at that house. I feel like it followed me. Oh, it followed you. I've heard of that too. Oh, okay, so hang on. So you never felt it before until that house. Exactly. Have you, but you felt it after leaving that house? Yes. At your next house? Yes. Have you felt mm-hmm. it since? No. At my apartment. And, uh, okay, whenever I was at my old house, I would feel that. And I was always so scared. I prayed, you know, and I prayed out loud. And I, you know, asked God to, you know, to be with me, you know, um, to, to send an angel to sleep with me. I even... Uh, Comfort you. I even cleansed my house. I don't know if, if y'all believe in that, but I do that. And... um it worked for a little bit, and it stopped, but it came back. Yeah. And um, when I went to my apartment, it you know it was a new apartment. Um, when I first lived there for the two three months, it didn't happen, and I forgot about it honestly. Yeah. It just and probably one, passed on to someone else. One day, it came back, and it didn't do it at nighttime. It did it during the daytime when I was sleeping, taking a nap, and it wasn't when my daughter was with me. And I woke up and jumped up, and my bed was shaking. And Could you see it, like visually shaking? Yes, too? like I felt the bed shaking, like shaking, like in, and I would jump up and, you know, and then sit back down, and I could still feel it, you know what I mean? And during the daytime, and, and did I, you leave the house? I did. I got my stuff, got my purse, and I left, and I, you know, went and got me something to eat, and then I went and sit by the pool because I was, you know, I lived in an apartment, and my my apartment was like so close to the pool, and I went back inside the house, and you know. I opened my windows, my blinds, and everything, and turned my TV on, and and it, I just didn't feel like anything was in the house anymore. But and then I met James, and then I just feel like it never really happened to me after that. Not here at my house. It has never happened to me. Well, if I was a spirit, I couldn't stand James either. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it was a spirit. I don't know if it was spirit. I've never seen anything, but I... Just, it was something supernatural. Exactly. Supernatural, yeah. That is insane. But that's that was my, you know, and, and that's the other thing other than, I think it's very obvious when you, when, when some people have some mental health issues, when they're schizophrenic or, you know, when they're talking like, Hey man, the shadows are coming after me. The shadows are on every single building and I see them, you know, they're tweaking or something like that. But then yeah. you, you hear stories like mine, stories like Estella's where people have legitimate and, and it's not like they're saying, it's not like I'm saying this was a ghost. You know, it was a little girl and her name was Bethany or whatever it is. Exactly. It's not like you're trying to define do it. You but think, it's, Do you think there are people who are more sensitive to seeing more paranormal things or more, um, you know, supernatural things and they experience them quite often in their lives and they reach out, they're scared to reach out to people and tell them about these occurrences because they're going to be viewed as psychotic or crazy exactly yes oh go ahead yeah i mean i i feel kind of honestly me telling y'all this i feel kind of you know like dumb like like oh maybe i shouldn't share my story because then people are gonna make fun of me what i feel you know what i mean so i think they're yeah but we don't feel that way at all however i do think there are people that are more sensitive to that kind of stuff and feel it more or see it more and they're just afraid to say something. Or if they do say something, they're viewed as crazy. I think it could be something like that. I think I do think that the people that are mediums, you know, John Edwards, where he can contact the dead, or that chick from Providence, Rhode Island, or wherever <laughs> that she was, I'm talking to the dead right now, you know, or however she Yeah, the New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that shit's fake. I, I, I wholeheartedly yeah. believe that those people are just trying to exploit other people. What? You yeah. know, but the idea that, that, that people are on a spectrum of some kind, mm-hmm. and you have some people that... 
are geared more towards those and some people that aren't. I think that makes sense. I mean, it makes as much sense as anything else. Right. Makes as much sense as uh, religion. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is, you know, on topic, but what about reading the cards? What is that? Tarot reading. Tarot reading. Yeah. Do y'all yeah. believe Ms. in Clo- that? I mean, dude, I, I really, I come Miss Cleo. Yeah, Miss Cleo. <laughs> um, no, I think that's fake too. I think, I think psychics, I think that stuff's fake. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of, of body language telling that you can do and asking very vague questions based on, you know, based on a person's age, based on a person's, you know, if you, you come in and it's a woman and the woman doesn't have a ring on, okay, well, she, she's here for someone, she's looking for someone, we'll start with a male figure because she's a woman and she's alone. It could be husband, it could be a father, it could be a brother or something Dang, like that. you should get into doing that. Dude, it's, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. It's just manipulating that people. That is true. And, it's just, and I think that stuff's fake. But I, yeah. I you know, I you have... You have generally people that say either they believe it happened or they believe it or they don't believe it at all. So I agree with James that yeah, it could just be people that are a little more yeah, sensitive. I do think that there are ordinary people who do have that sensitivity towards uh, the feeling of the paranormal or the supernatural, and they're just amongst us, and we really don't know who they are because they're afraid to speak out and, and share their experiences. But they they experience it quite often. Yeah, you know, like the sixth sense. Great movie. Yeah. A lot better than Signs. I used to... <laughs> I had a buddy that would tell me, you look like him, you look like him whenever I was little. Haley Joel Osment? Yeah. You used to always like, tease me about it. Do you have a like, picture of you? I think I look I wanna, like him. I want to see a picture of you as a little kid now so that I can yeah. judge for myself. Yeah. Work so. on that. Let's work on that. <laughs> he was a okay, cute but, little boy. <laughs> yeah. If you, are, um, if you are a friend of James Fairchild's, and you have a picture of him as a little boy, I would like to um, see those so that we can judge for ourselves. We'll put one up of him, one up of Haley Joel Osment <laughs> as a child around the same age, and we'll put it up on the podcast or on the Facebook page, and you can vote whether or not you think James looked like a young Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, my buddy Jason would always tell me that. He probably would still say it to this day. So, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure you're a nice-looking little kid. All right, well, uh, we want to say thank you to Estella Ramos for hanging out with us tonight and recording this fun podcast oh thanks for having me here <laughs> yeah, thanks babe for getting the courage to do this because you're kind of skeptical at first I but was. you did not great. that bad you did great yeah yeah <laughs> you know then we want to give a shout out to a couple local businesses that that support us and that we like supporting them rocket brews um is a great place we're going to be doing a conversation with those guys uh in a little bit we'll be posting that um bagel place is another uh, amarillo business that has really kind of supported us and reached out uh and then amarillo armory and Steelheart tactical couple of local second amendment supporters yes sir please you know if you have any input any interest on or with being on the show give us a, a shout you know we have we have social media we have twitter uh, facebook instagram and we have an email bombcity.lockerroomtalk at gmail.com so don't be afraid to reach out to us if you guys would want to be on the show or just have a suggestion of what you'd like to hear well we've come to the end of the road Thank you guys for listening to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, Episode 7. See you guys next time.